0: episode 294 of the biz talk with bill roy podcast bill and the wichita business journal created this podcast because we've wanted to provide you with some insight into the people places companies organizations and issues that are important to wichita's business community i'm managing editor kirk seminoff i've been sitting in as host for biz talk after bill lost his voice due to ALS to the point that he couldn't host anymore. We lost Bill last Sunday. He died from complications due to ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. Our friend was 61 years old and had been battling ALS for more than three years. In this week's podcast, we're gonna spend some time reminiscing about Bill's life and his 37 year journalism career, which included almost 20 years as editor of the Business Journal. Publisher John Eck and staff members Daniel McCoy, Brittany Showalter, Shelby Kellerman, and Josh Witt join me to offer some great memories of Bill. This is the part where I tell you that in this week's paper, here's what's coming up. Well, it's all about Bill. Bill Roy's effect on on business journalism in our community is the cover story. Shelby and Daniel talked to more than a dozen business people and leaders about Bill. John has an also also has a personal column about his longtime friend and colleague biz talk has been sponsored from day one by equity bank that's 294 consecutive episodes now they're our founding sponsor they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges and we invite you to visit them today at equitybank.com john let's start with you since you made the wise decision to hire bill 20 years ago we've heard from a lot of people this week after Bill's passing about what he meant to the business community. Uh, I'm sure you're heartened in reading these things and hearing these things, but you kind of already knew this, didn't you?
1: Yeah, Bill is you know when i when I think about Bill now, I think about um, every day and and you know he was. He was on, uh, he was on TV, he was on the radio, he was up early in the morning, and, and I was always telling him, stop killing yourself, you know, do the stuff that's important, the stuff that you want to do. He just loved doing that, and so when I think about Bill, he started his day early, but when, when I would get to the office, he always came in. We talked every day, and um we've just been blessed here at the business journal that we've had over the years between bill and stacy gwen we've just had good quality leadership here of people that are just nice people and i think that comes through in anybody you talk to about bill you, you never hear a negative thing about bill and so you, you know the, what what I'm going to miss is that everyday interaction with him, and um, seeing him at our events when he was really in his element, and he was just he was so good and so natural, and um, and <laughs> he always he would never eat before he emceed an event, but he always had something awful from McDonald's on his way home afterwards or his way back to the office. So,
0: <laughs> Daniel, you were Bill's longest tenured uh, reporter uh, hired in 2008. Do you remember first impressions from back then?
2: I do. Um, I just remember him, you know, it, it was obvious he was in charge, you know, of, of the newsroom. I, you know, and, and that's always been a good thing at the business journal, uh, keeping the, the editorial side autonomous and, and able to do its own thing. I didn't, uh, I didn't meet our publisher, John Eck until after I was hired. So (laughs) Bill was uh, my, my uh, in at the business journal very early on, but I just remember, you know, the, the sense that he was, he was obviously in charge. He knew what he was looking for uh, in a staffer um, and, uh, you know, was, was intent uh, in the hiring process. It, he wasn't looking for just a body to fill a seat. He was looking for a, a good fit in the corporate culture and the newsroom culture and and everything else.
0: Shelby, you're a Wichita native who went to Florida to work in journalism, but wanted to come back to Wichita eventually. And we, we were lucky to get you back here in 2019, which is only a few months before Bill's diagnosis. Then we all went home with, during COVID in, in 2020. Tell me what you remember about working for Bill in the newsroom.
3: Yeah, it, you know, it was definitely a few short months. You always wish you had more time, especially now I have those thoughts. Um but um yeah, I remember coming on to the team and um you know, he was so he was so good at making you feel a part of the team and that even though, you know, I was new and young and so new again to business journalism that he still made me feel like my voice mattered and that, that I, you know, was valuable. And and I remember he had me join the podcast actually did an episode with me, which I remember thinking at the time, like, what do I have to say that people, you know, want to hear, but, but he was asking me questions about, you know, being a boomerang to Wichita, having moved away and then come back. And you could tell that it really mattered to him that young people want to live and work here and that he really cared about this community and um, and that I was, you know, kind of a part of trying to make that happen here. Um, and he, I remember him asking me questions that I hadn't really thought about before, um, but it just really showed, I think, again, that he really valued my, my voice and, and what I had to say. So, um, that was really, really encouraging, but, you know, he was just, he was a great, um, mentor, even for just for those few short months, I was like a sponge, just absorbing as much as possible. And, um, you know, he, and just the way that he had relationships with so many, you know, officials in the city and, he was always a a good sounding board when I didn't know what I was doing or felt like I didn't know what I was doing. So.
0: Uh, You always knew what you were doing. Brittany, when you interviewed with, with Bill seven years ago, you really didn't have any idea who he was or his prominence in the community. Did you?
4: No, not at all. And it was fun doing research prior to the, to the interview because I didn't like put it together that he was this big news figure i just in my research i found out he was this barbecue judge up in this big thing in kansas city so he sat there and talked about barbecuing and eating good food and talked about sports and all of that so it was, it was pretty fun to it was a pretty fun interview i have to say that and he made it very easy and comfortable and he was such a personable guy
0: man did love his barbecue that is for sure Josh, let's turn to you. You you came to the Business Journal right about a year ago, exactly. Uh, it started last day of January in uh, twenty two. And I know during the interview process that Bill we, we couldn't meet in person. Uh, Bill was limited in what he could do. But what were some of your impressions about Bill uh, from
5: that from that very first meeting? You know, his heart for for others jumped out at me. Um, he was yeah he was in his wheelchair we were doing the zoom video and, and it just, I was excited. I was excited about the opportunity and, and, and I, and I knew Bill was, was dealing with ALS and he, it just, it still stands out in my mind. He was, he was thinking about me. He was worried that I couldn't understand him. You know, his speech wasn't what it used to be. And, and I, it really took me aback because I'm, you know, what, you know, here's, here's this guy who's dealing with so much and he's, he's worried about me about as much as anything and not himself. um, uh, And that. And then we we derailed our interview, Kirk. We we talked K State basketball. I remember uh, for a while, not a little bit. I think we I, I think I went on a little bit of a rant myself uh, about the K State basketball team. You know, Bill, yeah, that connection as fellow Wildcats uh, that grabbed me from that
0: from that very first
5: meeting. And every time we'd interact from that point forward, we'd we'd get some K State conversation in there.
0: <laughs> I, and then I'll, I'll remind listeners that that was still in the Bruce Weber days. Then the, yes, <laughs> the days that things weren't very good. And I, you know, I just smile when I think about, you know, the the day after Bill passed, the K-State basketball team is ranked fifth in the country. I think that's pretty incredible. And I think he he's he's smiling upstairs. Let me ask you, you finally got to meet Bill in person later in the year when we we were going over to visit him. Um, And I know that struck you.
5: Yes, yes. So you know, and I, and I thank you for that, Kirk. You we we you were able to make it happen with Gretchen to to get us uh, to visit Bill before Thanksgiving and before Christmas, and and it was the same, you know. And and then we you know we got to see when he got inducted to the Hall of Fame. You know, I got got to see him there. But it he just always he was always so caring towards others. He always that humor. Uh, The sense of humor never left the sharpness. And you have, I, you and I have talked about that. He was so dang sharp uh, to the, to the, you know, throughout, you know, we, you know, talk, talk journalism, talk stories, talk, talk sports. And, and, and it was, it was engaging uh, all the way through. And, and yeah, that last time, the last time getting to see him, uh, as I've reflected back on my time, you know, my limited time with him is, is that very last conversation with him at, at his house. You know, I was maybe a little bit more quiet, listening to others. And and he just turns, stops and says, you know, hey, how's Josh doing? And so from that very first meeting to the very last time I saw him, that I mattered. To, I felt like I mattered to him quite a bit. And that that means the world to me. I know a lot a lot of folks knew him a lot longer, but but he really did uh, have an impact on me, just how he treated others. And and that's something I hope to to be inspired by and hope others are, too.
0: Absolutely, Josh. That's well put. John, the podcast started five years ago, and I'm hearing now that it was your idea or you were a big part of the idea. Talk about how it got started.
1: friend of mine that's in media in Kansas City pointed out that uh, we ought to be, with everything else that we're doing, we ought to be doing a podcast. And... You know, podcasts had been around a little bit at that time, but there wasn't anybody in our company that was doing a podcast. And so, talked to Bill about it. And as Bill was with every idea, his his response was always, "Yeah, we can do that." You know, it, it was. I, I can't remember having a conversation with Bill ever where. He's He was negative about trying something. Bill was just, yeah, let's do it. Sounds fun.
0: And obviously with his history in radio, he, he was a natural for it.
1: it he's perfect. He's, <laughs> he's got, as he used to say, he's got the face for radio, but he also has, you know, he, he's a, a, a mimic and he can, do impressions and he was always doing, is it Denny Matthews that did the Royals broadcast? Right. And he could do it perfectly. And you know, my favorite one, he he could do uh Billy Bob Thornton in Sling Blade, and he slayed me every time he did that, and he did it perfectly. But you know, Bill, Bill could just do anything that he wanted to do. And he was comfortable. He was never embarrassed. He was never shy. He was just, yeah, let's go for it. Brittany,
0: five years ago, you were part of this whole thing, getting this podcast together. It was John's idea, but but you were part of it. To talk about the beginnings of the BizTalk podcast.
4: It was a lot of research. Bill and I, neither of us have ever, ever done podcasts before. So it was a big learning curve for the both of us and i think that we really enjoyed everything about it from i was the one taking photos and editing and doing all the the back end stuff but he was definitely the face and he he did such a great job with his such a powerful voice and such a kind human i think it was really easy to get people to to want to interview with bill
0: daniel uh talk about bill away from the newsroom he he was famous from for going coming out of his office and saying, who's going to lunch? Or, you know, having a drink after work. Um, talk about those times.
2: Yeah, those were those were great times. And uh, you know, especially pre-COVID, uh, you know, the being in the office with them every day. Um, lunch, lunches were always a great time to to decompress a little bit during the middle of the day. And, you know, there were days that it, you know, necessitated talking shop a little bit at lunch, but for the most part, he, uh, you know, that's when he would, uh, you know, humanize himself a little bit. There's always, you know, a degree between a manager and their workforce, uh, you know, that, that dynamics there during the, during the working hours, but, you know, uh, at lunch, uh, you know, he, you're right. He always, he, he invariably led the pack. Um, you know, back in the day, we went to heroes a lot. <laughs> he loved that. He loved that free popcorn over at heroes so <laughs> we did that we did that many a day um throughout my time at the business journal but and you know it was just you know uh, like i said a time to to decompress if you know uh invariably some sports conversation would come up or or uh you know topics that we don't necessarily delve into at the business journal sometimes politics and and things like that but um just you know a chance and you could see i think it felt good for him as well i think to to be able to connect with with people uh on a on a more personable basis outside of the newsroom and that that lunch was always an open invitation uh to to anybody who wanted to go so yeah those were great times uh just sitting down and breaking bread with him and and uh having some laughs because like I said that he, he that's when he really let the jokes fly
0: Shelby, you you and Daniel have been working on a story this week about Bill, kind of what we in the in in media call a long obit, uh, you mm-hmm. know, celebrating a life. And there's a lot to celebrate with Bill. What has what, what has grabbed you from the people you've talked with a, about Bill and what they take from his life?
3: Yeah, I'm very lucky to be able to work on this because it's been really pretty inspiring to talk to people about Bill and. And how he did his job, you know, I've interviewed people who, who Bill interviewed over the years, you know, were were his sources and subjects over the years and, and to have them say, you know, Bill, he, he knew when to ask the tough questions, but he was never a jerk about it, you know, and, and he made you feel like you had an opportunity to, to share your story and just the impact that he had at, telling the story of Wichita businesses and the people behind them and, and, and the progress he cared so much about the progress of the city and, and telling those stories. And so it's been really um, a good reminder, I think to me as a reporter, like why we do what we do and how we put ourselves out there as reporters, you know, he, he just was so well-respected and well-liked and, You know, as a reporter, you're probably going to have a few people who, you know, uh, Um, might not like the story that you have to write, but they, they respected him so much. And so it's just been, it's been really, it's made me stop and think about how now we are carrying on his legacy um, in the newsroom. So it's, I'm really glad that I've had this opportunity. It's very daunting to, you know, sit here and try to write a life, you know, into a, a story, but um but I'm, I'm glad I've gotten a chance to do that.
0: John, part of our coverage this week and uh, looking at Bill's life has been the family aspect. Um, you know, a, a father of twin daughters who are in their 20s now, but you you got to see them grow up. Um, what will you remember about Bill as a as a family man, as a father?
1: With Bill, that was always the most important thing that was always first. You know, he he never didn't take care of work responsibility at all, but his priority was Gretchen and Sydney and Shay. And, you know, as as our kids grow up and, you know, get to get to college age, you kind of look back over all those conversations that he and I had about life outside of the business journal. And Bill and I were truly everyday friends, but we didn't do a lot of stuff outside of the workplace. But I feel like from talking with him every day, I knew Bill's life really well. And and I think the, the thing that he maybe enjoyed the most was when Sydney and Shay were running cross country in high school and they were both good and Bill still had that competitive nature in him that, uh, you know, the, the day of meets that the, the, they had meets. He was, he was, he was pumped. He was excited. You know, you'd think he was going to be running through the tunnel up at, up at Shawnee Mission North and getting ready to play football. But uh, Bill was, um, he, I learned a lot from Bill. He, he, he did things right from the standpoint of being a husband and being a father and being a son. You know, his, his mother um, had a hair salon well into her 80s. You know, that's just the Roy thing. They Tremendous work ethic, tremendous people, lust for life. For me,
0: I will remember two Bill Roy's. The first was the 30-ish mustachioed guy I met 30 years ago at a party with a bunch of media types. I was around him just a few minutes, and I thought, what a funny guy he is. And since I like being around funny people, I always treasured running into Bill wherever our paths crossed. Then he hired me four years ago to be his associate editor. I've had a lot of great editors over nearly 40 years in newspapers, and Bill is right there at the top. He's dedicated, dogged, firm, smart, all of those things, plus funny, loose, and someone you wanted to be around every day. I've, I've told countless people during Bill's ALS days that the people who worked for Bill w- would run through walls for him. We've worked at at keeping the journalism strong and will continue to do that in his memory. We sure won't be able to walk into our office every day without thinking of him. We wanted also to be sure to let you know about funeral services for Bill. Bill was from Overland Park, and the family will have a service in Lenexa for family and friends on Saturday, February 4th. Then here in Wichita on Tuesday, February 7th, a service will be held at 2 p.m. at Central Community Church. That's at 6100 West Maple. If you knew Bill and loved Bill, we hope you can join us celebrating a life extremely well lived. So that's it for Biz Talk this week, episode 294. It's at this point that we usually tell you to check out all our podcast episodes at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Today, I'll ask you to go back and check them out just to hear Bill's wonderful golden voice. In fact, we're going to end this week's tribute to Bill with his very first words on episode one of BizTalk in 2017. So as always, thank you for listening and subscribing. BizTalk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. It would not be possible these past five years without the support of our sponsor, Equity Bank. Equity Bank believes creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. And as Bill told you for years, be well and be safe. Have a profitable week. And God bless you, Bill Roy.
1: Welcome to episode one of Biz Talk with Bill Roy. We're going to strive to provide you with insight into the people, places, and organizations that make up Wichita's important business community. Thanks for checking us out. First, a note about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal available today. The big story this week, are you underpaid? American City Business Journal has compiled
0: salary information from all over the country for dozens of occupations.